0: from the Table, a Comedy seller affiliated podcast. Nice. <laughs> Coming at you on Sirius XM 99 Raw Dog and the Laugh Button Podcast Network. This is Dan Natterman, along, of course, with Noam Dwarman, owner of the world-famous Comedy Cellar. We have with us da, da, da. Periel Ashenbrant. She is our—she's been called a producer. Uh, Noam is not necessarily in accord with that designation, but she uh, is involved— in a, in a booking capacity, hmm. and I guess does other things as well. Uh, and we have uh, our sound wizard, Nicole Lyons, is with us. She doesn't say a lot, but she is there. And we, are with, we have with us today Shuly Egar, a 15-year veteran of the Howard Stern Show. He's also the host of the Shuley Show, a, a very popular podcast, and
1: a comedian. Hello, Shuly. Hello, hello. Thank you, everybody, for uh, having me. It's good to see you guys. How you doing, Shuli? I'm doing great, man. Good to be back out here. Good to be seeing all old friends and faces. And How, is the pa- how did the pandemic uh, treat you? Uh, good. We moved. <laughs> we got out of Dodge. We left
2: New York. The uh, family or the Howard Stern <laughs> show?
1: No, me, my family, yeah. I mean, the, sh- the show, we were all working from home anyway. So, um, you know, I checked with uh, management time and time again about... Does not matter where home is? And they said, no, we don't see us coming back anytime soon. As long as you have uh, the ability to connect to the show and do the work, no problem. So, you still not back? No. So here's the story. We, uh, we started looking for places, um, and we ended up finding a place in a little town called Huntsville, Alabama, uh, down south, which we knew nothing about. And during the quarantine, we snuck out. Our neighborhood essentially got pretty bad during the pandemic where were you we were in queens and i have two little girls Our building they tried to break into it three times in one month uh there was other stuff going on and it just it deteriorated really fast and so i was just like why plus i think the pandemic kind of reconnected me and my family in the first place because you know you're in new york you just you're it's like the fastest lazy river ever right you get dropped in and you just go, and being home and being with them, and not doing road gigs on the weekends. Did that hurt
2: your marriage or help it?
1: It helped. Oh, yeah. It helped a ton. Yeah. But they were they were not on the top of my list, you know. And and that's what, that the pandemic made me realize they got to be up on top of my list. So cue the violins, Nicole. Go ahead. Thank you. Okay. So uh, my uh, my folks went. You know, I have two older brothers. They left Israel uh, to come to the states for us and so i felt like you know what let's find a place for them and do what we got to do right i learned from them and uh that you know i knew the language i had money they they had very little of of each of those things when they came to the state so uh we just went out there we we checked it out because we knew nothing about the south other than what you hear and the jokes and whatever and it was amazing the people out there were so welcoming so nice um you know, it wasn't the Wild West where people were, you know, stomping out vaccines and saying it's all fake? Uh, people were wearing masks. People were following rules. In Huntsville, Alabama. Absolutely. Huntsville is one of the most modernized parts of Alabama. Uh, actually, a lot of people say there's Huntsville, and then there's Alabama. They have Googles out there. What about abortion? What about abortion? Is, is, I haven't had one since. Is, been is, there.
2: It, is it a pro-life? Is going to be a pro-life state? Alabama sounds ominous. Uh, I, I
1: don't know what the status of it is now. Um, you know, l- listen, my point is like, no one was going to break into my house in Alabama and give my kid an abortion. I'm not worried about that. You know, I'm worried about somebody in New York busting into our apartment. We're on the first floor, it ain't going to be hard to get to. And so, for me, it's like uh, you, you got to choose the lesser of two evils. And I didn't see anything. <laughs>
2: what, 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 you man? make it sound like there's a binary choice between. Queens
1: and Huntsville, Alabama. No, there was there was other choices but financially for for what we wanted, you know, I think it's at, great. At the end of the day, I went from a two bedroom, two bath apartment to a six bedroom house with two acres of land with wow, with my kids being able to ride bikes, have sleepovers, you know, watch them be kids, you know. I love that we have our time here in the city that we You know, I met my wife here. We started our family here. I love that. I love that they got the street smarts of New York. But at the same time, I can't just put her on a a bike uh, where we're... I can't just put her on a train and go to school, you know, so... For me, it was about what's best for them. What's going
0: in Huntsville? Isn't there a, was there like a Toyota factory or something? What's going on there? There's there, a
1: time. There's Googles out there. The FBI's out there. They have a, a, a military compound called the Arsenal that employs about thirty thousand people. I'm surra- per capita, Huntsville has the most millionaires uh, in the South because of all the tech that is going on out there. I'm surra- I got a guy across the street from me that's uh, you know a computer guy for Department of Defense. I got another guy who's a explosives expert, works down at the <clears throat> surrounded by all these brilliant, like, manly men, you know, and I'm, I'm telling— So it's, me, it's like the
0: Austin—what they say about Austin yes. is that Austin is sort of the oasis of liberalism and intellect in Texas, and you're saying that Huntsville is analogous, perhaps, in, in Alabama.
1: That's, you know, my friend who had been talking to me for years about just getting property out there, because it's exactly what he said, is he said, this is going to be another Austin out here. It's gonna be another, you know, boom. So you're saying it's an investment opportunity? It, it ended up being that as well. Absolutely. I
0: mean, Noam's, Noam's uh, giving me a smirk. I'm saying, of course, you know,
2: I don't, I don't want to make a Jewish joke. I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's an investment it's opportunity. It's not all about safety. <laughs> yeah. What Noam's yeah, exactly. saying. Yeah. He, he saw. He saw promise. I mean, no, look, they, I, I'm, I'm a huge believer in, in, in um, I mean, I try to go tell Perry all the time to stay in the suburbs. Your kids can, exa- yeah. everything you you sound like me. I'm sure Perry was thinking that you sound like me when you say that. But, you know, there's places like in, you know, in, in northern Westchester, you know, that, that are also
1: course, Absolutely. similar. You know, Absolutely. Look, the, the best investment you can ever make is real estate, right? And, and like, so now, you know, we've been talking because I, I love, I come back here every few months I do like a, a, a two week run, do a bunch of podcasts, see all my friends. I miss that action, I absolutely do. I don't have that out there. Uh, the, the show is going great, but like this is, this is where I felt the most alive in New York is running around, doing spots, saying hi to friends, hearing their nightmare stories, sharing, all of it. You know, that, that is what I miss the most is, is the fraternity that I left, right? Um, and then eventually I ended up leaving the show as well. Uh, You're not on the show anymore? No, I haven't been on in uh, about two years.
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, yeah. What, once once I got out there, uh, you know, I had the peace of mind of where we're living, and everybody is happy and and whatever. Um, and then just the job had changed so much uh, once the pandemic started. You know, once we started working from home, uh, my, my role on the show changed a lot. And th- and there was, for me, I didn't see it getting back to where it was. How did it change? It went from, for example, you're a long-time listener, so so you might understand this more than some other people, but you know, when, when something's going on on the air and Howard's talking about it and you have information on that, you go to Gary, who's the executive producer, and you say, hey, Gary, I have something to add to this. And when you're starting out there, Gary's a very smart producer. He says, What do you have? And he listens to everything you have to say and he makes the decision whether or not you go in. And I had gotten to a point where I built a trust with Gary, with Howard, where whatever's going on, I could go, I got something on this. Go in. And once we started working from home, all of that changed. All of a sudden there was all these toll booths in the way now, and you and you have to run this by this person and this person and not everybody that's in charge has is, is been a part of the show, been a part of radio, and so it was just frustrating. I felt like I was starting back at square one, you know. And and so I just, I said, look, I'm happy where I live. The only kind of unhappiness I have right now, and it had nothing to do with Howard. Like Howard, I love the guy. Uh, you know, he gave me every opportunity in the world. It had nothing to do with him. It was more of a management thing than anything else. At the end of the day, I understand they're the same people, but, you know, I, I'm i not going <laughs> to badmouth the guy. Uh, I, I didn't deal with him on a one-on-one basis as much as I dealt with management. So I tried to work something out with them where I could do part-time, and uh, at first they were okay with it, and then, and then it was a question of, you know, um, I can't kind of do my own thing even though I'm out of that umbrella, and that was uh, frustrating to me, and I just said, you know what? I'll just go. I said, it's fine. You, you don't have to worry. I'm not looking to start a podcast and badmouth a guy. Uh, you know, if you want me to sign an NDA, I'll sign an NDA. But at the end of the day, I still want to be able to do my thing, tell stories of, you know, working there, meeting, you know. I have great stories meeting Norm there for the first time. It has nothing to do with Howard. But am I going to get in trouble for sharing those stories because it had to do with my time frame of being there? So um so I, yeah I decided to leave the show and I left and I started my. You had pick. to sign.
2: You signed an NDA, or you can't talk no, about it. No, I didn't. It? Oh, you didn't sign an NDA. I didn't sign an NDA.
1: Right. Yeah. And uh, how'd you replace the income? So, uh, so I start. I knew. I knew one thing. Howard would not talk about this on his end. When people leave the show for whatever reasons, it's usually never brought up again. You know, they just move forward. And and so I I figured, look, I have a shot to do something where I can tell my side of things explain what happened, and do it in a way where I, I don't shit on my old employer because that doesn't help me in any way for the future. And uh, and so I started a podcast. And uh, right out the gate, the numbers were crazy. And, and it, it supplemented our income immediately um, along with uh, some writing, part-time writing stuff that I picked up. I was hustling. I also moved to the South at the time where the only place you could do stand up in the south uh, uh, indoors was in the south at like 25% capacity no comics were flying anywhere so i got dropped into this hot zone of like oh there's a guy who does stand up can he come to atlanta can he come to mississippi can he come here so you know i got off the ground running really fast and and bulked what's up what's
0: going on in mississippi comedy
1: was not good not good it, it literally was one of those gigs where I saw the club on my left, I was about to turn into it, and everything in my body said, just make it a U-turn. Just go right back home. And I don't and, think I've ever literally met anybody from Mississippi. It was one of the worst shows I've ever. Like the, Even the owner was trying to talk me out of tune, <laughs> which is <laughs> never a good He goes, look, you don't have to do a headline, he goes, do ten minutes if you want. Hold the purse. This guy knows. Hold it with pride, because when it comes to the book, of pussy-whipped, emasculating shit you're gonna go through, holding the purse isn't even on the first 10 pages, bro. It's not. Wait till you gotta tell your friends that you can't go out and join them because your new mommy said no. Oh, yeah. Every married guy in here has had that habit to him, right? And they've all done the same thing. They've lied to their friends about it. They're always like, uh... So I rolled my ankle at work. (laughs) And, uh, they told me keep it elevated, so I'm just gonna stay home. You guys have have fun. I'll be there in spirit. Your friends are like, Oh, we're so sorry, dude. We we love you, man. Feel better. They hang up. They know exactly what's going on. (laughs) They're busting your balls. They're doing sketches about what a pussy-whipped asshole you are. (laughs) They're like, You be his wife. I'll be him. I'm gonna ask you if I can go out, and you tell me to go fuck myself. Ready?
3: Can I ask you a question? Did yeah. you grow up in Israel?
1: I left when I was four. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I went back. The same age, I think, as uh, Gene
0: Simmons
3: left, roughly.
1: Chaim, my boy Chaim.
3: Uh huh.
1: I I met him once outside of Sirius. This is actually a good story. I I see him. I'm not a huge Kiss fan, but I know Gene. We're Jews. We're boys. We're Israelis. I said, I'm going to go talk to this guy. So I walk over, and he's staring straight ahead. He's by himself. He's just staring straight ahead. And I come up on the side of him, and I go, uh, Mr. Simmons, big fan. And he doesn't look at me like you're me. He doesn't look at me. He just goes like this with his fist <laughs> <for a
3: pound. laughs>
1: So already, I'm, I love it. I go, I'm in. So I give him the pound, and, uh, and I go, uh, he says to me, uh, I said, I'm, I'm a writer and uh, a and, uh, comic for The Stern Show. And he says, uh, what's your name? And I said, surely. And then he looks at me and he goes, "Israeli." And I said, yeah. And then he looks straight again and he goes, let me hear your opening joke right now.
2: (laughs) Really? Yeah. Ah! What a guy.
1: (laughs) So I got a
0: bad impression, by the way.
1: Thank you. (laughs) I I go right into it. You know, I said uh, I like getting massages. Today was the first time I had a guy massage me. It was not by choice. It was a bit of a surprise. I said, but uh, I wasn't worried that he was going to try and and bang me. I just was worried about getting a boner and digging it. I said, but uh, I lasted the whole massage. No boner. Which was weird because I came so hard. (laughs) (laughs) And I I look at and no shoulders chuckling. Like nothing. no You just see two eyebrows go over his glasses and he just goes, that's a pretty good joke. And And then we stood there in silence for three seconds and I just said,
2: all right, take care. I just walked off. It's
1: great, but
3: uh,
2: yeah, I saw David Lee Roth on Lexington Avenue the other day. As and I, How much he used to hang get? out here. Yeah, and and and, and I saw him. He's wearing sunglasses, gray hair. and am walking by, and I said, "Hey," and he says, "Hey," and but you could tell he couldn't place me, <laughs> but you, but he he knew he knew me, but he couldn't place me, and but I and I just kept. Walking, and I just, I, I imagine, like, as I got, like, half a block away, he's, oh, that's the guy. I hadn't seen him in so long, you know, and I've gotten older or anything, but anyway. you know I, I el- saw Ann
0: Coulter on the Upper East Side, and she's been here several times. Yeah. And I said, Ann, and she kind of just ran away. She probably <laughs> thought <laughs> uh, she's <laughs> used to people, you know, hating on, right. on yeah. the street. Yeah, I right. can't
3: imagine why. Huh. Well, but in any case.
0: Um...
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, oh, you know who else I ran into since I've been out here this week? As a Stern fan, you remember uh, Elegant Elliot off? Oh, yeah, I see him on
0: the Upper East Side all the time, running, and he re- wears so, women's clothes. Yes, runs-
1: so I'm staying with uh, James Matter and my buddy.
0: Oh, yeah, he lives on the Upper East Side, too.
1: Yeah, yeah we, we started I didn't together. know you guys were buddies. He's we from- started together in Vegas, me and him. We came uh, out here together from Vegas. Oh, I yeah. had no idea. Well, yeah. he, he, I love uh, James.
3: Great. I love James, too. He's
1: the best. So I'm walking down the street, and I'm talking to my wife on the phone, and and on the other side of the street, I see Elliot in lingerie, uh standing at the crosswalk ready to cross and he's standing and running in place and i go huh? now i've known elliot for years i've done like stuff for the stern show so with he's him. so elegant like, he's uh, miss elegant now by the way uh and so i'm like oh my god he's gonna he's gonna lose his mind when he sees me like what are the odds that he's here i'm here and he's run- <laughs> he's running towards me and i go elliot and he's gonna and he looks and i go surely and he goes Hello, Shuley! And then just keeps running. <laughs> Didn't even stop for a second. That's what Natterer. Well, you
0: know, you can't... When you're running, you don't stop.
1: Well, especially yeah. I mean, you'
0: Well, you're exercising. You don't... Ruin, you know, you don't interrupt the rhythm.
1: Guys, have not seen me in years. Just stop for
2: two you, seconds. You can stop. There's no law against it. Yeah, check your uh, pulse. Don't, don't well, you I'm stop am not. A, I'm, not pulse. Ju-
0: I'm not a jogger, necessarily, but uh, I would why, imagine it's that... It's not gonna ruin
2: your workout.
0: You're not a jogger yet. You defend this, man. You stop at red lights. Well, that's that. I'm not.
2: Yeah, but that has not. That. I'm just saying. You, you see, you yeah, an old friend is hey, like you're a jog, red light. Oh yeah, you're you're right. right. Okay, you jog. You could jog in place, I guess. Yeah, I'm, he he used it as a pretext to not stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I have to be honest. I'm. Um. I haven't listened to Howard Stern show in a few years. Well, when he all went all to Sirius, I sort of.
0: I did. I stopped listening. Yeah.
2: And I don't. I can't exactly say why. I used to listen all the time. I think what happened, and he wouldn't be happy to hear this. I got a Tesla. Hmm. And the Tesla has the screen hmm. where finally uh, it became very, very easy to listen to anything that I wanted, any podcast, anything any, at all. And there's you know icon for everything. And I just – I found myself no longer – with all that well, because choice. Because you're in charge. Yeah, I no longer listen to Howard Stern. When I just had an XM radio, and it was just a choice between Stern and whatever music channels. I would spend a lot of time listening to Stern, or you know, or the news. Yeah, but it's
0: not the same Stern that we know from the terrestrial days.
2: Well, I don't know that the show has changed from when I used to listen to it. I don't know that it's a pandemic. I just know that uh, the the ultimate uh, choice has not probably not been a friend to him as cars. And, and I don't know what percentage of listeners are in cars, but it's got to be seventy five percent at least, right?
1: Well, or, I mean, the the real question is how how many? What's the percentage number of of how many cars have Wi Fi and that ability? To, to be the captain of your own, you know, yeah, more entertainment. More. That's what I mean. As yeah.
2: as cars every year I mean, yeah. have the have much more options in terms of what you can listen to, I think he's um, going to lose audience share. I mean, he's getting so old he's probably going to retire soon anyway. But um, Yeah, I think this might be his last contract.
0: How old is he? He's, he's, he's not He's 70. not that old. He he's no, he's 70,
1: I is think. He's yeah, 70. Yeah. Very close. He's, yeah. His
0: parents are both still alive, aren't they?
1: No, his father recent just recently passed. Oh,
0: out. he did? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that must have been awful for him. Yeah. I mean he must have been almost a hundred, the father.
1: He was. He was ninety nine. Wow. Yeah. And the mother's still alive. Mother's still alive. And uh it was they were on vacation. It was just uh just a few weeks back maybe. Oh, Ben
0: Stern, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even I didn't even see that, but he <laughs> died in July at ninety nine. Wow. What a career this
2: man has had.
1: It's unbelievable. Incredible. Like to think he was making thirty dollars a week, you know, working in some in some house in in Hartford, you know, broadcasting out of a house that turned.
2: Well, I I have a story. I mean, I I think this is true. Um, much of this I know is true. So I had a friend. His name is Doug Berman. Who uh, he he went on later to become the producer of Car Talk. You mm-hmm. know. He discovered those guys and brought them to NPR. The, the, is
1: that, that's not the Leno one, right? That's uh, a podcast. Uh.
2: No, it was a radio show, Car Talk, of the two guys. Oh, okay. And then he also invented the NPR show. Wait, wait, don't tell me. You know. Okay. This, so this, he's, so he was into radio even when we were in high school, and he was working at um, W R and W, the Briarcliff Manor station. I where love, love that root beer. Howard Stern was working at that <laughs> station at one time. It's right. in the movie W R and W, and my friend was a. Was working there would be on the air late at night, and um, he needed. I think it was for the Stern Show. He needed um, me to record the music for Alice's Restaurant on the guitar for a radio spot uh, that they were making. They're doing a contest, and they wanted that as a background music. So I believe when I was in high school, I recorded probably my first gig. I recorded incidental music for the Howard Stern Show on WRNW. So that's how long he's been on the air, and that's uh, anyway. So no one wants his cut. Yeah, I want my cut. That's my that's my little run-in with uh, Howard Stern. Well, my run-in is, is a little more significant. Not a run-in, I was, whatever. I was on AGT
0: with him. That's right. Um, and he defended you. Yeah. Uh, he. You know, I don't know to what extent. I mean, he, he was professed to be a fan of mine. I don't know to what extent the producers told him, look, we like this guy and we want him to go forward, so be nice. I have no idea because, you know. You can't tell Howard Stern what to do, can you? I don't know. I don't know what you can tell. I mean, Howard Stern is, you know, on uh, network TV, Howard Stern is not the same as radio Howard Stern and probably more willing to play ball.
1: Well, I see, that I disagree with because when you think about it, that show originally was filmed out of L.A. And they picked up an entire show and moved it to the East Coast for one guy, Yeah, for one guy, for him. They started broadcasting out of New York. Uh, that's pretty powerful. Well, shit. maybe,
0: maybe, maybe he was sincere. Well, I don't know. This is my take. But, on- but he was, yeah, he was nice. This is- Although I didn't get to be on his show, uh, at, you know. Um, and maybe in the old days I could have been, but mm-hmm. he became more
2: and more just every A-list stars only. And this is my take on Howard Stern. You tell me if I'm right or wrong. He has a Jewish head about certain things. He doesn't need to be told what to do. Mm. He un- he's not. Um a dick in the sense that like for instance I hear the way he does his ads. Mm-hmm. He does the ads well. Yep. Yeah. He doesn't fuck with his with his uh sponsors. I see other, I hear other podcasts you could tell they don't want to be reading the ad they don't put you know, but he actually sells the product when he does an ad. He's hired by and was it NBC the, the uh AGT or whatever network it was. Yeah.
1: It was it, Universal NBC. He's
2: hired by NBC to do this job. And he does it in good faith. Absolutely. And he knows that he's not on his radio show. He knows he can't talk about hookers or whatever it is. So he does a good faith version of true to himself and who he is on AGT. And I, and I think that um, like he's, he's kind of corporate in that way, even though he has this reputation for being so ornery in another way, I think he understands that he has to serve the show that he's doing properly. And that would, that would mean on a show like AGT doing it the way it needs to be done. And he knows that that's different than his radio show.
1: Plus, you have to factor in throughout his career, you know, working in radio, uh, you're not treated too well. And now he's on a network, huge nationally, you know, network show. I mean, imagine the treatment. Imagine how they were taking care of him. And he must have been like, holy shit, this is what this is like on the other side, right?
2: When when he was doing dirty stuff and being difficult on his terrestrial radio show— that's an interesting dynamic because he knew and he was right what he was doing was making his show a huge success. 100%. He would also know that a certain if he took that attitude on AGT, he would tank the show because it's not that audience.
1: Well, it's one of the biggest gripes that long-term fans have is, you know, the is that how dare this guy evolve, right? How dare he not want to do bits with strippers and porn stars anymore? And, you know, it's it's a common sense thing for me as a father of two girls. You know, the older they get, the more you're sitting here going, you know, this isn't right. Plus, he doesn't need to. Like, he wasn't squeaky clean corporate Howard when AGT came and moved a show for him. He was still Howard. He was still doing the the raunchy stuff and and, and whatever else, you know, but not to the extent of, like, you know the the women stuff stopped and a lot of the fans got upset with that they just uh,
0: like, I never really loved that part of the show anyway for me you know uh, um lesbian dilated, i guess that was okay but um that sort of stuff but what i really liked was him doing the news yes that to me was far and away the best part of the show and when he, and he when he was interviewing interesting people uh well, as far as the strippers and you know i didn't i didn't i didn't, didn't, didn't like, like the sibian i didn't like Ramfar that character who I don't know how long it's been since he's even done that. Do you remember him? I don't. Oh okay, that's I think I'm pronouncing it right. I didn't like Fartman um you know, uh, I basically liked him doing the news and so I didn't love the you know, some of the more outrageous shit I, think, I, I, I liked stuttering John interviews. You know, well, I always enjoyed those.
1: Well, I think one of the things that drew me to it, especially the news and like the stuff that would start up between the staff and, and management and these fights that would right, start. But the reality up, show aspect. It, like and the organic nature of it. Yeah. That's the thing. That was the most it was one of the most organic That's comedy right. shows. That's right. That I like they're doing the news and then, you know, Jackie says something, next thing you know, Jackie's getting his balls busted for 45 minutes (laughs) about this one thing that he said. And, you know, to me, that was... What I fell in love with with this show is it could go anywhere at any time.
3: Me too. It was it was honest. I mean, I grew up listening to Howard. I grew up in Queens and as a teenager, I used to force my poor immigrant Israeli mother to listen to him on the way to school. And I'd never heard anything like that before in my life. It was so raw and so honest. um, And it just blew my mind that this was something that you could do. And I think that um, that really is true to who Howard is. And, of course, he's changed and he's evolved. And it's insane to expect that he wouldn't have, right? But he's still—and the whole thing with the XCC and, like, really just being like, fuck you, like, I'm going to say what I want. Like, that was—it's incredible.
0: Look, evolution is one thing, but if the evolution is at all— insincere, I, I you know, and I don't know that it is or it isn't, or if he's denying what he was. I think people might have an issue with that. In that I think
1: he, it's more of like a been there, done that yeah, type thing. I don't think he's deny I don't think inside of him there's a guy that wants to see a chick on the Sibian on the show. I think he's over that. You know, uh, it's like... um you know, you. I lived in Vegas for twelve years. You but don't. You should, don't go to a casino every day.
0: But 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 maybe he should address that and say, yeah, I did these things that were great. I'm not into it. Maybe yeah, he, has. he has. He has. Maybe he has. I, I don't really listen to him so much anymore. But, um, you but, know, yeah. you know, um, yeah. I mean, I used to do that. The that, that the fact that he's evolved is interesting in and of itself, and 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 it's something worthy of discussion.
1: Well, and it led to a completely different type of show years later, where you know Artie was in there, and and stuff got real with. With uh, life choices and health, and and trying to help your friends, and and still all the while keeping this reality of like the staff, this guy's pissed at this guy, and this one's mad at this one, and I mean it just it was a lot of plates spinning on that show. A lot.
0: I,
2: I gotta listen again. I'm gonna listen on the way home.
0: Uh, do we want to do
2: to discuss Adam Levine
3: at all? Yes. I mean, I'm interested. What's
2: about What about Adam? Levine? Did he try to bang you too?
3: No. I mean, this guy's on a roll. <laughs> Not yet.
2: Who did he try to bang? Everyone. Everyone.
3: <laughs> Who didn't he try to bang? Is
2: this isn't the news this week? This is... Yeah. Been, b-
3: yes, but not the news that you read, the news that I read. It's It's right. gone
1: viral. So apparently he, for a while now, has had uh, a couple of gumods. Away, <laughs> as we like to say. Uh, and, uh, and one of them started uh, blowing up his spot by... Posting screenshots of the DMs that they that they were having.
3: Okay, but first of all, you why know that he's married that? to a supermodel or a Victoria's Victoria Secrets yeah. model, and she's pregnant with their third baby. You say that like I suppose I must be like, how? Why would he do that when he's married no, 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 no? That's <laughs> that's not why I'm saying that. Although you know, uh. <laughs> it is kind of fucking reasonable that if your wife's pregnant with their your third baby, that maybe you're not trying to bang like influencer, Instagram influencer on the well, side one but... might
2: take from that logic that it becomes more reasonable <laughs> when your wife <laughs> I, I, I literally saw it going across your forehead in
1: your brain i, I said i can answer this for him right uh, now
3: to fucking shay then um so she he he sent this girl um like he'd been trying to fuck these girls or fucking like all of these girls and she went yeah
2: there you go that's the, the Gumar, that's the yeah and, well, obviously, obviously he forgot her birthday or something, but <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> he did something to piss her off.
0: Yeah.
4: You want to play it?
0: Is she talking about him in this video? Yeah.
4: Essentially, I was having an affair with a man who's married to a Victoria's Secret model. At the time, you know, I was young, I was naive, and <laughs> I mean, quite frankly, I feel exploited. I wasn't in the scene <laughs> like I am now, um, so I was definitely very easily manipulated. Room five is practically elevator music at this point, so I'm sure you know who Adam Levine is. Um, but Adam and I were seeing each other for about a year. After I stopped talking to him over, you know, a period of months, this is uh, how he came back into my life. He said, "Okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really uh, want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious."
2: <laughs> 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 oh my god, that will upset his wife like, way more. Oh than my god, it's Could like
1: you're thinking, how can you make this situation oh. a million oh, times worse? Men
2: are the worst.
3: Like how fucking stupid is Adam Levine?
1: You know what, what would have made it worse if the kid's born and she agreed to name it Sumner, and then she finds out it's named after his uh, Gumad? By th- by the
0: way, uh, Nicole, if you Google or if you go on YouTube and you enter Natterman and NRJ you'll find a video with me and Mr. Adam Levine. Oh. So, <laughs> really? but, yes, because I was in Paris in about 12 years ago and I did uh this guy named Mustafa El Atrazi, who's you remember Mustafa? I remember I, was, I remember that video, yeah. Yeah, so it's a video and I went in and he said, "Oh, come on my radio show." Uh, which was a big radio show in Paris and I went in there and Levine and some other Maroon 5 guy was I didn't recognize them some other Maroon yeah I didn't know who I mean I knew who Maroon 5 was I just didn't recognize them this was before Adam Levine was quite I mean he was famous I guess but not nearly what he is now came Um, and I didn't know who the fuck they were but they said I was Maroon 5 okay so I sat down next to him and I didn't really talk with them much maybe I said hello but, uh, so his wife is pissed?
3: No, she's thrilled. Yeah. No, well, but it,
0: well, I, here's the other thing that yeah. came from this. So story. I don't know if, if you want to p- pull that well, up. play uh, some more, Nicole. Play
2: the rest. No, well, we get the it. idea. Well, is, is there anything Play play the rest. It's almost over.
4: I'm in hell. Like I have to be in hell at this point. I mean, she's my in hell. Girls were Unknowingly compromised. I was completely manipulated. I handled this privately. I never wanted to come forward because obviously I know the implications that come with doing what I do, making money the way I do, and being an Instagram model. Um, so being tied to a story like this, it's like I know the stereotypes. I had sent, um, I had sent some screenshots recklessly to a few friends I thought I trusted, and one of them had attempted to sell to a tabloid. Um, so here I am. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what a story. It's amazing. And right? other girls came out of the woodwork after her? So oh. I don't know about that. Did other yes. women come out? Yes. Didn't I, they, Shui? Didn't a bunch of think, other girls come? I think
1: there's a couple more that came out. But, but he's denied it. He said he
3: named her. My,
2: my name.
1: But one of the things that happened from this was, so they, they have screenshots of these DMs, and, and one of them, he says, like, God, your body, it's so fucking hot. Oh, my fucking God, your body. And it's become a meme. It's become viral where people post a dumb picture at the top of the DM, and then it has his comments underneath. And it went like global. Like, yeah. It's there's nowhere his wife can go where this isn't online where this isn't being talked. But
0: about. But it should be noted that he has denied having an affair with this woman. Is that
2: correct? <laughs> <laughs> uh, men. Well, but he <laughs> denied, said he, denied, he was denied. inappropriate.
0: But he apologized for inappropriately. I don't know what doing oh, something. But brother. but he has denied. Cheating on her name, by the way, is Bahati Primsloo is the name of his wife. And she's a white woman, which I wouldn't have guessed, given the name. Mm. So
2: he's going to name uh, uh, his son, uh, Sumner, was that the name? Sumner. Sumner. Sumner, after a girl he didn't even have sex with. She was just his pal. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 wants to name it after a pen pal. <laughs> well,
0: I don't know why you'd want to name a kid after someone you cheated on your wife with either. Because I mean, he's, trying, that,
2: he's trying
3: to, you know, titillate It's, her. Outra- it's outrageous. And here's me
0: on... Uh, Reveillez-vous avec Nikos <laughs> about 12 years ago and you see there Mr. Adam Levine and then I don't know who that guy is in the middle but I guess he's another Maroon.
3: That's amazing, Dan.
2: Well, you click play and we'll hear a couple seconds. He played the Vols Underground Maroon 5 before oh, they were famous, yeah.
0: Convaincu de rentrer avec moi chez moi uh, donc uh, j'ai dû appeler mon coloc uh, Mamadou pour lui dire de foot la camp. <laughs> <laughs> la table, la table.
2: <laughs> mon coloc yeah. Mamadou, j'adore. All right, but this is French,
3: Dan.
0: I understand, but you get a little <laughs> flavor of it. Wow, I look so much... I mean, that was about 12 years ago, and I look about... I mean, I look a lot younger there. Holy shit.
3: Your French is really impressive. It never ceases... <laughs> so can
0: to we talk amazing. more about Adam Levine? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <Carry> <laughs> All
3: right, but that's interesting,
0: Noam. Yes, you, it, you're a woman.
3: Yeah.
1: That time you told so,
0: me. So,
2: yeah. What? Like... I was doing Do one think, of my... You ever see the movie... You ever see the uh, show Dexter...
3: Yeah, sure. of course. You know,
2: Dexter has a has this dark passenger that he has to feed every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You think this is what men are? They have a dark passenger, and this is this is the dark passenger. No,
3: I think that Adam Levine, and I think that I've seen this before, you know, because I've
2: By the way you already gave the wrong answer, but go ahead.
3: No, no, no. I don't <laughs> think. I think that you get to a level of celebrity and fame. Um, and this isn't true of everybody, and maybe it's true of people who aren't um in that category who are so fucking narcissistic and delusional that they don't think they're going to get caught and they think they're entitled to whatever they want with no consequences or ramifications for anything they do. I mean, it's...
2: So it's it's the getting caught, which is is the...
3: Well, yeah, he didn't think... I mean, how stupid do you have to be in this day and age to send anyone a message without the assumption that other people are going to see it. See, I don't
1: think he he I don't think it's he doesn't think he's going to get caught. He doesn't care. It, it, it the thing is there's there's living in Vegas for 12 years, right? There's two types of poker tournaments. There's the ones where you buy in and if you lose you're out. And then there's the ones where you can rebuy and keep and people in the tournaments where you can rebuy play a lot dumber than they would. In a tournament where if you lose, you're out because they have options. They have an option to come back in and play again. Is it financially smart? No. But they they play differently because they know they can get bailed out.
3: No, this guy's now saying well, I don't Oh, think- I made this grave error. The only thing I care about in this world is my wife and my children. And I But if
1: he didn't get caught, he wouldn't be saying any of this shit. Right, exactly. That's right. I, I, and I'm saying it's it's he's Playing this game, not thinking he can't get caught. Just thinking, if I get caught, so what's gonna happen? Where, what? So she's leaving. So that's half my money. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I think I still he would care this. very deep. I, still-
0: I think he would care very deeply about that. I don't. I certainly yeah. don't think he wanted in any way, shape, or form to be
1: caught. I don't think I, if you're at the point where you're talking about naming your fucking kid after a, think- a woman you're with, like that. That to me is just the guy is. He's just sick, dude. He's like
3: agreed.
1: Yeah, like. Look, I, you know,
3: What's I this? look at it from this
1: point of view. Why would I cheat on my wife?
3: Oh, this is good. Who oh, want okay. Dan read it? Well,
1: this is
0: well, this is I from says, Adam I, Levine. Go ahead. Adam Levine this- says a lot is being said about me right now, and I want to be. I want to clear the air. <laughs> I was on uh, Reve Vuk Nikos with Dan Natterman <laughs> and it was compl- no, <laughs> completely appropriate. I used poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. I did not have an affair. Nevertheless, I crossed the line during a regrettable period in my life. I think that's... Uh, that's continue, continue. Well, that's enough. No, no. Keep in on. certain in instances, instances, it became inappropriate. I've addressed that and taken proactive steps to remedy this with my family. My wife and my family is all I care about in the world. Uh, that's, to be this naive... Continue. To be this naive and stupid... I'm not adding any... There's nothing... I, to be this naive and stupid enough to risk the only thing that truly matters to me was the greatest mistake I could ever make. I will never make it again. I take full responsibility. We will get through it. And we will get through it
2: together. Okay. All right. First of all, I would have told them to drop the word proactive. <laughs> it just, it's just, just doesn't sound heartfelt enough. I'm going to be very proactive about this.
0: So
3: did a publicist Well, you know, I, of
0: I, I posed the question on Twitter, when has a model and a rock star uh, relationship ever worked out? And I thought it was an open and shut case, but then somebody came back to me, we well, we'll about Iman and David Bowie. That's right. You okay. Know, you're One. Out. You're right. <laughs> yeah, but it's
3: astounding it that it ever
0: worked. It's astounding it ever happened. And I think there was
3: one other one, by the way. I'm sure there are other examples, too, but fair enough. But, I mean, so this is, I don't know, the whole thing is just unbelievable. What What are you thinking Everybody about? loves
1: their family when they get caught right. all of a sudden, right? And he well, probably okay. does uh, love his he family. He loves his family. <laughs> I don't doubt he loves Bahá'i.
0: He loved
3: that Instagram <clears throat> pussy a little bit more, though. What? I pussy think- is
2: pussy and family is family. No?
3: <laughs> what, what I always think
2: about in these instances is that's like... There's probably dozens of other women.
3: Oh, like for dozens. sure,
2: dozens, hundreds, and the reason he thought no one would get could come forward because, you know, no ninety nine out of a hundred keep quiet. That's right. And this one went public. It's, just, um, it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. <laughs> I th- I would I would say that um, you know if infidelity uh, is extremely common. In history and in the world, sure. and um, nine out of ten men or women who you know remark about this have their own past. Surely, we're talking about to you. Hey, you speak from experience, man. I ain't no saying Well, I, back back <laughs> back before I was married, I, I I got caught doing stuff. But
3: right, so and did and I. I had to
2: wait till I had low T before I could control myself.
3: <laughs> but here's the thing: as anybody who's cheated knows you do not cheat with the expectation of getting caught, right? I mean, you don't think you're going to get caught. Yeah, I would agree with that. So on that level, uh, uh, the level of fame that Adam Levine has, to think that he was not going to get caught is just... Absolutely delusional. Well, there's an old
0: saying: "When the dick go hard, the brain goes soft."
2: Mm. Perhaps that's applicable in this particular case. Well, look at Arnold. Ar- Arnold thought he had yes. figured it out. He said, "Like I can't do it. I'm going to get caught in matter what. I'll do it with my housekeeper. <laughs> I'll shit where I eat, and then and make then, her clean it up." And then uh, the kid came out looking just like Arnold. Whoopsie cakes. <laughs> By the and way, I
0: will I will say that this Instagram model that that was uh, that we just saw, Sumner. Sumner. Um, I'm not saying I would refuse her, but I would not. I was not particularly not your type. Blown away by her. She was very cheesy. Yeah, and very like plasticky. Well, you didn't know
1: her when she was. It's
3: younger. possible, when, right? When, when she, she was, was young younger. and naive. Yeah. <laughs> she
0: was young
1: and naive. If you would have met her three lips ago, <laughs> you would have met a whole different person Dan.
3: Now do and you that know what may his well, wife That may well be. Side? That may well be. Have but, you seen his wife? Yeah,
0: she's very beautiful. You can put her up on the screen, uh, uh, Nicole, if you would not mind. Bahati. Her name is Bahati. Bah- yeah, that's yeah, not Bahati. That's the. Um, that's Sumner. That's yeah. Sumner. Well, you know what? She's, uh, not, bad, she's not bad. She's not bad. <laughs> she photographs better than she uh, videos. I would say Sumner is certainly nothing to sneeze at, but.
2: <laughs> a little. Why, we want to see Bahati. But, but let's see Bahati. The Bahati, the Hadi.
3: This girl has now, like, you know, garnered. God knows how many tens of well, she millions. She felt she was of, manipulated. Yeah, you know? she was manipulated. I wish I were she, manipulated like that. Are, are you getting Bahati, to call? Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, that's yeah. Bahati
1: Primslew in her in her Victoria's Secret regalia. Yeah. Guys, that's the tough time Adam was going through yeah. when uh, when he made the mistake.
3: Noam, um, you. I'll tell you, you it <laughs> never ceases to
0: amaze me how you can get tired of any of anyone. You
1: know,
0: <laughs> I mean, you, you recall you uh, Grant. Was was married to uh, what's her name? Pa- no, it wasn't Paulina Porosco. No, no you no. grant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Liz, Liz Hurley. Yeah, Liz yeah, Hurley. Yeah, yeah. And, who was gorgeous and Started. cheated on her with a with a pro, a, literally a street prostitute.
2: <laughs> yeah, and there's and no then,
0: nice way to say street is prostitute. Is that cheating? I don't know if there's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, no, I'm looking at it as a, as a tax deduction. Wait, 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 that's cheating? Because i got to write an Instagram post. Of us um,
0: <laughs> yeah, well, technically that might not be considered cheating in certain circles, but the fact that he felt the need to go to a prostitute, uh, wasn't it, a Divine Brown? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, who was, I guess, you know, she was okay looking,
1: but she was no Liz Hurley. What, what would you say is the more embarrassing part of his story? Uh, getting caught with a street prostitute? Or having to go on the Tonight Show to talk about it immediately. <laughs> well, after. he didn't have he remember, to go on the Tonight Show. He shows. decided to do it, but it was uh, it was it was the first Here time a celebrity kind of like faced something head on. And
3: he and probably did have to do it. Actually, wasn't she also um, trans? I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't, don't know.
0: It. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think
3: so. Uh, I think she. I'm pretty sure. That uh, uh, does too. not
0: ring a bell to me. Standard. Um
3: stand by like but but if that's probably the case heard it from you. but
0: however if she is trans that kind of explains it because that's a, an itch that he needed to scratch it wasn't just another woman but another another kind of experience but i don't think she was trans
1: no, i don't think so and yeah, going back to what you uh what you would said about um people don't cheat in the hopes of getting caught it's like people don't smoke a cigarette thinking they're going to smoke a pack and a half a day later right. down the road like it's it, it's something in them whether it's Doing it behind that person's back.
2: You must have had women throwing themselves at you. Uh, in Your proximity to well, the sometimes Stern show. that happens. Not you, Dan. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, when we when I first started working for
1: the show, we were doing these big comedy tours with Artie and a button and Florentine and all these guys, and it was this wild circus show. Yeah, you know, we had Beetlejuice with us, we had uh, a guy who... You can't get laid with the juice. I mean, I watched this guy close deal after deal. No, seriously, Beetlejuice did? Oh, my God, believe me. Were you married what? at the time? No, I wasn't married at the time. To- at the very beginning, I wasn't. And um, and for me, being on the road single was a blast. But once I met my wife, once I, once I found the person that I actually... You became proactive. I actually gave a shit and listened to, you know what I mean? Like... Uh That was different for me. And, that, and It that... does seem to be
0: the case that certain guys like Paul McCartney, who we brought up numerous times,
1: doesn't have the urge to bang everything in sight.
3: Well, not that we know of.
1: Not that we know of. Listen, I went from from running four or five open mics in Vegas to coming to New York, and now all of a sudden, women are are messaging me, going, "I'm a huge fan. Let's hang out." And it's like you didn't know I even fucking existed, and you know, uh, until I got here a month ago. So the temptation, it's very easy to get caught up in it. And, you know, when you're in a relationship maybe for a long time and that person and you kind of butt heads here and there, and then you have this person that's praising you and complimenting you and, and giving you all this, you know, uh, love, and you're just like, you know, well, I'll go over here for a little bit, right? Yeah. So what definitely. you're saying is
2: that when women treat their husbands like shit. <laughs> it's a, It's a two-way street too, yeah. Or well, vice versa. What okay, arguments absolutely. are you
3: making in your head right now? No, I'm
2: just trying to read between the lines of what he's saying. He <laughs> um, It's like he's been talking a lot, right? And all of a sudden, he said a few sentences that sounded like he really came from the heart. And he says, you know, you know. When, you mean, when, when, when somebody starts praising you, and she, she, what did you say exactly? Like when somebody's giving you a hard time. You and,
1: oh, when, when, when you when you
2: butt heads. When you butt heads, and then someone's treating you nicely, like he's like he's like speaking from the heart. There. Yeah. No, absolutely. But
0: um, another guy, Ray Romano. There's another example of a guy who, I think, it's. I mean, we don't know, but but it, it would not be ridiculous to assume that he's reasonably, if not entirely, faithful even when he was younger and at the top of his fame. So just different guys have different, I think, levels of compulsion. Listen. And need.
2: Now, I heard a story recently from someone who would know that claimed— mm. I, I don't even know if I should say it on the air. Well, but the, you have a tendency of starting things and then, you know, either don't bring it that up— a, f- a former president. I don't want to say the name of the president. That a former president who nobody would believe.
3: Barack Obama. Barack
2: Obama. (laughs) You want Dan to say this in French? (laughs) So you'll be covered? Had a dalliance.
3: So Barack Obama?
2: I'm not saying who it was. And and that's why, I won't say who it was, but that's why he and Michelle were in counseling.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Your hands are clean. You did nothing wrong. That was very elegant.
2: (laughs) So... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, but in I, this day and age, for you
1: to be in in entertainment, if you're, a, yeah, go ahead, and, and and in the you know uh, uh, whatever in in the internet world to commit something to digital, you know, writing yeah. something that people can save and hold on to is just it's it's more imprudent.
0: Yeah. That's right. Obviously, That's we all agree
1: on that. Yeah,
3: that we That's all. The agree. main sort of thing though is. To, to cheat, it's like you can understand that people are flawed, right? And all of these temptations and rock star and well, all of it. like you get that sometimes people cheat. I, so fine. But to take it to that next level of committing in such an it's so obnoxious and it's just insane. Like what what is going through your head? Like that you think you're so impervious to, to getting caught or it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Like it's almost like you want to get busted.
1: A lot of them do. I I had a prostitute hard sell me in Vegas once I, I was, <laughs> I was sitting at a, at a poker machine and I just hit a uh, Royal flush. So it was like 1200 bucks. So I'm waiting to get paid out. And all of a sudden this beautiful woman just sits down next to me out of the blue, like drop from the sky. She's like, hey, how are you doing tonight? And I go, great, how are you? I'm such an idiot thinking, yeah. you know, she wants she just wants to talk to me. And she goes, I'm doing great. She's like, big win. I go, yeah, it's crazy. I go, it doesn't happen all the time. She says, you want to hang out? And that's why I'm like, oh, okay. I go, no, 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 I'm good. I go, I, I have a girlfriend, you know, and uh, she goes, listen, if you're going to do something behind her back, don't you want it to just be physical, no emotional attachment, you know, we're we're just gonna go and have fun and i go no i'd rather not do either of them thank you and she was like 20 bucks blowjob i go i'll meet you up (laughs) so no but uh but yeah that's it's it's just the options in front you have to i think if you've been cheated on that helps make those decisions down the road you i'm sure you go into revenge mode for a little while in the next relationship maybe but uh, I think once, you, once you've once you been stabbed in the heart like that by somebody, I think it's much harder—it would be much harder for me to cheat on somebody uh, after I felt what I was going to make them feel. You know what I'm saying?
0: Chris Rock once said that men are as faithful as their options. Sure. And I, but I think he's wrong, as you've just illustrated— and the examples that I cited illustrated, many men have many options, and even if they do cheat once in a while, they're not cheating anywhere near in proportion to their options. Even if Ray Romano cheated once or twice, and I don't think he did, it's, it's far less than his options, and, and the same is true with McCartney. What's the number? Is there a number on these options? Can
1: we?
3: I mean, I'm sure the options are endless. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Man is not
1: as faithful as his options. Man is far more faithful Typically, than his options. How many cheats are you allowed based on your options is the question I'm looking for. What's what do you think is point? a reasonable number? Right.
0: Well, I mean, that's uh, In proportion the question to how question for the, for the now, ages, <laughs>
1: you know. It's um, Vegas sports book. Look,
3: that. Noam, his brain is going a mile a minute. Well, I'm, you know? I mean, I'm thinking about a lot of things. First of all, <laughs> you know, like for every person that
2: says essentially what Shuli just said about, you know, you shouldn't cheat and you're, you know, after you've been hurt and blah, blah. Of, and we've heard men say this kind of thing before. Eighty percent of them have cheated. Like eighty percent of them, have, after they've sure. been cheated on, yeah, or a, before? And this, in other words, yeah, there's no limit to what people will say and be lying. There's just no <laughs> limit to it. I'm not saying he cheated or not. I'm just saying like there's just just no limit to have it. Have you ever been cheated there, on? I'll put it this way: once there's no there's once. no reason to think anything. I would not give this is not this is not personal to him. This is just on GP. Just disregard everything he said, to the extent that it tells you anything about what he has or has not done. That's mm. what I would tell you about men. Mm. There's just nothing he said that may be true, but it yeah.
0: still still doesn't negate the reality that there are men with a lot more options right.
2: than they actually utilize. Well, but options are not the only thing. It's also what's the what's the risk versus reward. No, what's the happiness of your relationship? Like you know, there's a lot of things that that go on in a in a in a in the equation. And certainly there are How some. Men. How many drinks have you had? You know, there's stupid things like that.
3: How many drinks do you have factors in, huh?
2: Oh, of course
0: it does. I, I think, are we to take from this, Noam? I mean, given your, your, uh, what you're saying, this one, one might find it reasonable
2: to believe that you've cheated on Juanita since your marriage. No, don't, don't do that, Dan. I'm, I'm a man who's lived in the world and I know all sorts of things about all sorts of people. And I know what they say to the outside world. And I know what goes on. You know, I know how musicians, I just, I just know, I know, I know it all. We all do, don't we? (laughs) And 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 I'm just, I'm just like, you guys are all full of shit. And you know, you're all full of shit. And I mean, you. But how do we know? All right. But I'm just saying, um, you know yourself. And so, you know. You don't know. But what I'm saying is I wouldn't even have, I, I, I have such a, an honest view of human nature. I wouldn't even, I think it's even stupid to ask me. That's what I'm saying like what the fuck uh, are you going to learn well, from my answer yes or no well, I'm not but I'm, not
0: asking you. You I'm should, not asking you I'm not asking you I'm just 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 disregard I'm, I'm what saying, a man
2: says uh, about any of these things it's fair all enough, fair fair
0: enough but yeah. but we can still agree that from what we know it it seems very likely that either
2: we that I got caught cheating on 911 Yeah we know that and um no, but one—it's
3: one, still a great story. Every one time, thing though. for sure is too, <laughs> two
1: nine-elevens in one
2: day. That as you get older, like everything men do that's bad, like rape and murder and car accidents and everything, as you get older, the frequency goes way way down.
1: Man, I haven't killed anyone in years. Yeah, so you know, but we can look at a guy like Ray
0: Romano, and we could say he's probably—if he has cheated—it's a lot less than he could
2: have. It was probably an accident, and 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 it just what we know about the guy. Yeah, I, 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 what I know about his personality would seem to imply that he'd just be less taken with that stuff. Like I have, I have two. Of my closest friends who are married in their early twenties, and there's no hint that either of them have ever cheated on their wives. Um, they really seem to be faithful to their wives, and this is t- talking about you know th- th- almost forty years married, both each of them. But um, do
3: you think women? But I don't less necessarily believe men? them. I don't know <laughs> what. Do you think women cheat less than men? Of course they do. Don't you remember the Ashley Madison thing? Yeah,
2: yeah. It turned out to be all <laughs> it's like 94% men and four percent. <laughs> yeah. Well, dudes. I have to tell you something.
3: <laughs> yeah. I have.
2: Some- for people who don't know, Ashley Madison was this online thing was supposed to be like a you know uh, anonymous. where you could sign for up men and to women to have affairs. Men and women to have affairs, and somebody hacked their database and and got uh, and released their entire uh, their subscriber entire, list. Yeah, yeah. And it turned out to be almost 100% that, men that and hookers. Me, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me, though. That's hilarious.
3: That doesn't surprise me. So, in
2: other me. words, no women were looking to have affairs yeah. on this yeah. website.
3: But when I think, I just, I mean, this is anecdotal, but I have a few really close friends and the, the women have had more affairs than my male friends have had. So, I know a lot of women who have...
2: Yeah, women will cheat. They usually cheat with somebody they know, which is worse in a way. And they might even cheat with a friend of the family. And, they, and they'll cheat when they're unhappy.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. don't men cheat when they're unhappy also? Like, I don't think anybody's in a great relationship who's fucking somebody else. No, no, comment. Not, no, <laughs> no comment. No comment. Well,
2: I don't think it matters to men. Really? I don't
3: think it matters. Really?
1: Julie, thoughts I, on that? Well, I think a guy who's going to do it, like, yeah, that it's just about doing it. It's uh, right, all that it's, other shit right, right, doesn't right. factor in. It's like uh, it's one gear in that car.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. Fair enough. That, I guess that that checks out. Yeah.
2: yeah. Men are disgusting, and uh, it's it's quite a burden to be one. All right. Uh, <laughs> get, get, off, get off the
1: cross. We need the wood. <laughs> <get> <Thanks>.
2: So, um, surely, uh, it seems believable. <laughs> did I pass the gnome lie detector test? I mean, I, when Howard Stern used to talk about how he never cheats, I'm like, you know, I just don't believe it.
0: Well, when you're that famous and, and you go around saying you never cheated and nobody's coming forward and saying, actually, yes, you did with me,
2: then there's some credibility. Yeah. There. I, I used to it. suspect that he and Robin were having an affair because, uh, whatever, who knows? Uh, I don't, well. I used maybe. to suspect that. He says that. Maybe. Well, Ro-
0: Robin was dating our dear friend, Jim Florentine. Yeah. Like one time, Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um,
3: Are you the only Jew in Huntsville? I've been dying to. Probably not. If
0: it's a high tech town. No, there's
1: there's another guy, but they got him. (laughs) 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 I gotta gotta watch my back. Uh, It's funny they don't even know Jews. Shuli
0: Agar is not a name like. Har, like Harvey Weinstein, that right. the average person would even know what the hell it is. Right. You could say it's, You could say it's not that anything you said would be much better, but you could say it's Armenian or Lebanese. Right, and right, right. And they'd probably say, okay, they wouldn't know one way or the other. I wouldn't have known if, if you didn't, for the name Shuli Agar. You wouldn't know that was If you had family? told me that that was Azerbaijani, I, I would have I say okay, you know. Um... Really? It's not ob-
2: yeah, it's not an obvious name. Well, it's, it's to someone t- who is Israeli, you know, right? Unless oh, right. somebody's yeah. Israeli, but anybody else, certainly in Alabama, uh, two people would know that's not Azerbaijani. Israelis and, and Azerbaijani. Az- <laughs> <laughs> but no, they're, they're they're like they don't know Jews out
1: there, so they're like. To them, I'm just a white guy. Like, they don't, they don't, like, I'll do the Jew <laughs> jokes
2: and they just, it goes over their head. And I, they know there's something about you they don't like, but they, can't, well, I don't know what their finger I, on they, it. They I,
1: I said, you guys will hate us by the time I'm done. Trust me. I'll, I'll do it. They know something's wrong. I'll teach you. But, um, but you, you can't do Jewish
0: material at Huntsville in that you area. Can't, you can't, unless it's very easy stuff like uh,
1: about being cheap. But, but you can't,
0: you can't talk about, you know, I, I ate shrimp. Right. And, and do a joke about, Cause they, I don't think they know that you're not supposed to eat shrimp.
1: I never open with Shabbat Shalom, everybody. <laughs> I never open with Or can them. you
0: believe it was Yom Kippur and, <laughs> you know, and I I, uh, I had something to eat, they wouldn't know that that was <laughs> wrong. Or right. You're not supposed to do that. But something like, well, you know, I'm Jew, so you know what they say, so, you know, I like to... Something about being cheap, they would probably would respond.
1: Yeah. No, it's good because uh, it, it gets you writing and doing different stuff, and, uh, and I like it. And I'm learning more about the South. And uh, it's it's. I don't really have.
0: So I don't have any Jewish jokes in my act. Not because it's not perfectly obvious that I'm Jewish, but they don't know enough, generally speaking, for it to be funny.
3: I've seen you do hilarious Jewish material. Very well, the wood material. Oh
0: yeah, because I'm performing at, yeah, which is her synagogue, and they know she. And I could talk about, uh, you know, hey, adon alum is coming up. That's one of my punchlines.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, obviously. That wouldn't work in in anything but a synagogue, right? right well, it's time for, it's time to go. I have to go it's home. T- it's mm-hmm. time to go. Podcast. Thank you, Shuli Agar. Is it pronounced Agar? Uh,
1: Agar. Uh, Does A-gar. that have a meaning? Is that a it used to be word? Jaeger originally? Oh. Was uh-huh. our was Jaeger? A,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's hard to hear the word Jaeger and not think of uh, tell saying Jaeger.
1: Yeah. But in any case, Shuli, Do people still drink Jaeger Meister? I, I,
0: I
2: haven't
1: seen that. we were so in for a while. I haven't drank Jaeger since I was cheating. You
0: know, <laughs> Shuli Jaeger or Ager. Thank you for coming. Uh, the Shuli Show. Shuli Show. Uh, it's a podcast that talks about your life and your times with Howard, but also everything else.
1: Yeah, it's actually very rarely about Howard and my times there. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of, Different stuff I'm doing there. You're you're an old veteran of the show. You remember Stuttering John? Yeah, I did
0: Stuttering John's uh, podcast a a couple months ago. Anyway,
1: so for years he's he doesn't really stutter that much. He's had a thing uh, for me, like he would you know trash me and he would accuse me of things while I worked for Howard that could have potentially got me in a lot of trouble. And I always took the high road. And he's been doing a podcast for about five years now. And he's built a following of people who pull clips of his podcast where he screws up things or says stupid things. And so one of my side podcasts that I do now is I just uh, play clips of his podcast oh, and great. dissect. It's called The Uncle Rico Show, uh, named after the character Napoleon Dynamite, who sadly only lives in the glory days. So um, that's, a, that's a thing we're doing, The Miserable Men Show. Uh, myself and a bunch of comics do another podcast.
2: Well, go to the Shuli show. Shalom Shuli on social media.
0: And if you're ever in Huntsville, stop by for Shabbos lunch.
2: Yeah, Shuli's house. Can you, can you try to get Sumner on the show for next week? <laughs>
0: uh, well, I'm sure her car, her 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 agenda is probably pretty. Why full. don't you just DM
2: her? No, I'm sure. I would cool. literally who, okay. If you could have either Adam Levine or Sumner on the show, who would you Sumner, rather have Sumner? Yeah, Absolutely. So.
0: So, right? Adam's not gonna say shit. Yeah, that's yeah, Sumner. Sumner would be awesome. Yeah. But we're not going to get Sumner. Or even a friend of Sumner's. I think we'd have a better shot at Barack Obama than Sumner at this point. I
3: think we have I, a fully reasonable shot of getting Sumner. All she wants to do is <laughs> right. media. Like, right. what are you talking about? You're
1: acting like
0: she doesn't well, want then the attention. Give, right, yeah, yeah.
3: She's a victim, her victimization. Right. Well,
0: then give her, uh, try to get in contact with her. My guess is it's going to be quite difficult to do. But give it a try. Perel Ashenbrand, thank you for coming. Uh, Ask we, her if we can pay her by the minute. <laughs> once again, uh, <laughs> once again, uh, Nicole Lyons. How does it See, work? I,
2: fans only, like you, you pay them. Right. Only fans. Well, I, I only fans. I was trying to
0: uh, finish. I'm up. sorry.
2: I'm just saying, like, so we could actually, if we could just pay I, pay her, pay her <laughs> only fans to talk to her. She's not a and, motel, no. No, man. but though they did it like they, they they live chat with you for well, money, right? No, but, but I don't think she does that. No, I mean, I
0: don't she think does. she... You're talking about porno, and I don't think she does porno. It's not just porn well,
2: Whatever. I don't... If there's an, some way... Okay, for to pay, pay her... Pay pay for on demand and make that a podcast.
3: You're going to have to bump one of your legal scholars if you really want to. No, it. I, I think they would
2: love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to go full
1: Israeli here, but I think you don't have to pay her at all. All you got to do is send her a message and go, can't, ben- can't believe how you were manipulated. Ah. We'd love to hear your side of this. Well... It's full uh, Jewish psychology. I, I don't really. Pref-
0: I don't like to. What you're suggesting is a little bit dishonest. You know, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> I don't know if you're being serious or not. But I prefer to be with guests. Let them know what they're in for. If they're in, if they're going to, if it's going to be, you know, a, 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 a
2: adversarial, then I think they should know that.
3: But sometimes you don't know if it's going to be. Sometimes adversarial. you don't. Know, sometimes Some
2: it's not going to be a- adversarial. It's going to be. Yes, we understand. That's terrible what he did. What a monster. Well, if that's how you want to do
0: it, then fine. Why would we be adversarial with Sumner? Well, you don't need to be adversarial, but you also don't need to just agree with her either and tell her that she she was
1: manipulative. Okay, so you can be the bad cop and everybody else will be
0: the good
3: cop. She said that she thought that he was um, having problems in his marriage and they were splitting up and he just wasn't saying that because he didn't want it to go public. That's what I'm sure he told her.
2: Right. He's 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 disgusting.
3: Well, look, <laughs> he should be ashamed of himself. Sumner, can I just tell you?
0: Look, I mean, there are limits. If he said, "I love you" and I want to marry you, and I'm breaking up with my wife, then yeah, he you did. He did manipulate her. I mean, maybe. Well, how know.
3: about saying I want to name my unborn child <laughs> that after you? That is a you. weird
0: move. Man. That's manipulative. Yeah.
2: Um, podcast at comedycellar.com. Okay, let me I just say one more thing about this. <laughs> okay. It really, it really. <laughs> as much as I'm, I'm trying not to be judgmental and I'm like, I'm pushing back because I know it's holier than now is something I don't, want, I don't ever want to be, can you imagine <laughs> if he named that child Sumner and he knew every day that this child was named after his, his mistress? Yeah. And can you imagine if someday his, the mother of that child finds out that this child was named—I mean, this is cruel— it's
3: horrible and
2: gratuitous. Like it, it's, it's horrible because it's not necessary. You should like, it's not necessary to the goal of of just trying to to get laid. You know this. It's 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 it just it's almost sociopathic. It actually is.
0: Well, I don't know that he would have done that, but maybe you know. Uh, find it hard to believe he really would have named the kid Sumner. But in any case, he I mean, also
2: went on the Tonight Show one or so, so, I think it was Tonight Show or some show, and he had his guitar and they asked him to play. scene. Uh, th- th- this the theme song from Sesame Street. Maybe like uh, uh, um, Jimmy Fallon does like a karaoke thing or something right. like that. And um, he came in in the wrong key, mm. which was interesting to me.
3: Unforgivable. No,
2: it was just interesting to me. Like says a lot about a guy, huh? Th- it is a little tricky that it that the way the chord is in Sesame Street, you could hear it being one of two different keys, kind of. But only a less talented musician would have come in. On the wrong key You can probably find it on YouTube That always stuck with me About Adam Levine Like he's not a genius He's not a musical genius He's good He may be a clever songwriter But he didn't come in In the right key On Sesame Street That's crazy Because he did At Howard's birthday bash He did uh, Purple Rain uh, Cover
1: And Was uh, Like it was amazing it, it was really really
2: good So it's interesting that he had- Oh he's good And you know I'm sure he practiced Or whatever He'd be great
3: Doesn't he have that like Super famous Like feminist song Nicole That's like all these big, like, well-known women are with him on stage? I'm not sure.
4: I mean, I get that vibe. His Instagram has, like, all these pictures of, like, supporting women.
2: Do we all agree in general that you really ought to be cautious about the guy who's, like, where? what was his recent scandal of the guy in charge of the company uh, who was, you know— always talking about how he loved women and treating women right. what, what 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 and and it turned out he turned was he was banging women left and right and he was using his company as a way to seduce them I mean how many how many uh uh ministers
1: or whatever evangelists yeah, yeah. Are, are sitting there you know railing on gay people and then you come to find out that you know they're, they're
3: having yeah relationships yeah yeah that's stuff, right. right
1: like you're saying
0: beware the male feminists
3: girls like yes. you video is a who's who of feminists this is June 2018. It's um by the way we don't know that just because he cheated doesn't doesn't make him anti-women.
1: No, nobody's denying that he loves women. No, absolutely. <laughs> maybe too much.
0: What does that say? I mean, one could one can be a feminist
2: and still cheat. What was that company where the guy was seducing all the women? Was it just a few weeks ago? My memory's going.
1: I said men shouldn't be making laws about women's did,
3: bodies. Did Adam Levine? Oh, did yeah. Adam Six Levine? of them. 6. Oh my god. Wow. Comments turned off.
2: Yeah this this is a perfect example. Like just do not trust a guy like that. He, <laughs> he's doing it to get laid. It's so true. The louder they're yelling about
1: it, you know, the dirtier they are when it comes to it.
0: But also isn't a law saying abortion is legal? A law about women's bodies?
1: Right. Anyway, yeah, pick that,
0: that, that's the flaw that I find in that <laughs> argument. <laughs>
2: and, and, and let me tell you, right. I know we have to go. And let me tell you why I know this just to to, to, just to punctuate my point. I've said this before, but you guys will agree. Like on racial issues, you could sit around with a bunch of guys and like if somebody says, if somebody were to say something racist, everybody's like, what the fuck's the matter with you? Like, like people, people will actually people will actually say in small groups of dudes things about how awful racism is, whatever. I have never been in a group of guys where anybody ever said anything. Anything about a woman where another guy said, Oh no, you shouldn't talk that way about women. (laughs) It's just like it doesn't exist. And certainly no man has ever said in a group of guys, Men shouldn't make laws about (laughs) like it's just, but I, it's the kind of thing a man only says, No, 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 but men for the audience of women. But but men will say in a group of guys that abortion should be legal. If it comes up, they'll say, I'm I'm pro choice, but they won't, they won't use that construction. Men, in other words, Mike Kaplan would, maybe, well, you're right, (laughs) but even in other words, this kind of when they pretend to feel about <laughs> right, feminism, right. whatever it is, well, even that's one thats totally
1: false. <laughs> How many guys are involved in picking the name for their kid? Even oh no, when... I, I was—I was too. But yeah. like, you think like a majority of the stuff, you know, the guys are like, whatever you say, honey. You know, they just go along with the. You flow. guys are
3: just disgusting. I don't know what to tell you.
1: This is just just painting a picture of reality. No, I right. get it. We're we're on the outside of that picture. We're not. Oh the...
3: my god!
2: Wow. Is that actually his shirt? Yeah. Uh, Adam Levine is, let the the record show, Adam Levine is wearing a shirt that says feminist.
3: (laughs) That is amazing.
2: (laughs) Well, he's making fuck eyes at somebody (laughs) across the room. (laughs) Well, I mean, again, to be fair, there's nothing he did that was not, Feminist? oh
3: really (laughs) really noam (laughs) what fucking a Uh, slew of uh, other women while your wife is pregnant and offering to name your unborn child after some fucking girl you met on instagram that's not anti-feminist
2: well we don't know how close. what do you what define feminist
3: pro women pro equal rights
2: yeah i think it's for equal rights He's definitely pro-women. He's probably, I, I, don't, I don't think it's uh, anti-women. It's just...
3: It's just anti-one woman.
2: Well, he, no, I mean, if he were gay, he'd fuck another dude. It's not, yeah. it's not about that. It's, about, it's not about gender feelings. It's about uh, uh, um, not being true in a relationship. It's not anti-women. Yeah, he's more I, pro, he's more pro scumbag than anti <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's just been a dick. other, he
0: may well be in favor of equal rights and likely is. He may well be in favor of abortion and he likely it is. better be.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, he may well be uh, in favor of equal opportunities,
2: and he likely is. But he also, I feel bad for his so. wife. I mean, if, I, I'm pretty sure if you were to take I'll, the the survey, it's the 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 less feminist a guy is the probably more he respects traditional married relationships, right? It's kind of like pro-family.
3: bullshit, stuff. too, by that. But, we do, agree, but of- we do
0: agree that a guy that has the temerity to post don't make laws about women's bodies is suspicious. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, a guy who wears a feminist T-shirt is suspicious. Very suspicious. Yeah. And there was a great SNL sketch about that where a guy is like... It goes into a bar and he's got like a sh- shirt that says the future is female and he's talking to this girl and he's like, "Hey, you want to go out?" and she's like, "Oh no!" and he's like, "What the fuck, man?" I <laughs> I, I, I got to used the F word because it's SNL, but he's like, what, "What do you mean? Like, I, I got a shirt that says the future is female." Yeah, he's getting all outraged. It's a really funny sketch. Yeah. Um, on SNL. But anyway, uh okay, are we finished? I just no, I'm against no, your logic. Okay. I'm against
3: the it's like if you rape someone, does that also mean that you're not like you can also be a feminist but you're raping people, but like you believe in equal rights and equal pay? I mean, no, you don't get to both of those things. It doesn't pan out.
2: I, I don't know that rape is analogous to I'm
3: not maybe, having a consensual
2: I'm, affair, but uh, to answer your question, well, she
3: said she felt manipulated. Sumner. Well, or I n- would have to hear. We'd guess. have to hear
2: her side of the story. Uh, to, to answer it, your question, it, 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 I, I, just, want, I want to say yeah. again that if it was a gay man, who, but it's not who, so. who cheated on his his boyfriend or husband or raped another man, hmm. it that it just has I don't think it has anything to do with the 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 issue of how you think. <laughs> genders should be treated or whatever. It's just a selfish, sociopathic act to satisfy yourself at the expense of others. It has nothing to do with your political point of view. That's all I'm saying.
3: Could Ted Bundy be a feminist? Let me put it
2: this way. You could be a racist or not a racist if you steal from a black person. That's not an indication of how you feel about racism. You might be totally anti... You might be totally against racism, but you stole from a black dude. Not because you you stole. You, Mm -hmm. You want the money. You know, you're not. It, it, that, the race doesn't matter to you. That's that. That'll be my answer. Adam, DM me. I'll bang you, dude. Okay. Bye, everybody. <laughs>
1: right, that was an abrupt ending, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>